Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson, and David Roberts. Hi, Dave. Hey, Will, and hello to everybody, and happy 2016. Happy 2016. Yeah. I don't know, Will, but the years seem to be going by quicker and quicker. Yeah. I can't believe we're in 2016. It only seems like a few months ago we were starting 2015. Yep. Anyway, well, what's good about this year, Will, is there's more digital prosperity for people to get hold of in their businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Olympic year. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. Blimey, Rio. That's, yeah, that's it's, come around, it's come around quickly, hasn't it? Crikey. Yeah, it was 2012, really? wasn't it, in London? Blimey. European Championships this summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both of which so we this, weren't This isn't a sport club. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking ahead, that's all. There are marketing campaigns you can run about these things. Yeah, 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 that's right. We could create content around <laughs> exactly. these things, Will, which exactly. leads us on to what today is all about. Yeah, so the title of today's show is How to Attract and Retain Customers with Inbound Marketing. So the starting point is inbound marketing. Now, uh, just to let you in, listeners, we've been debating, <laughs> as we do, uh, as we so often do, uh, about this term of inbound marketing. And yeah. my view is that a lot of people have heard the phrase without necessarily knowing yeah. what it's about. Correct, Well, You need to get used to knowing that I'm right. Well, so <laughs> let's get back to it. As soon as you've realised that I'm right, this debate will... You'll get more pleasure from it, Will, because, <laughs> because you've accepted I your... I just relax. Yeah, exactly. Accept yeah. my yeah, your part fine. in this debate. That's okay. Fine. But what was you saying it's about... Like the Brian the... Clough quote, yeah, exactly. it? Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it, we discuss it, we decide I'm right. That's right. Yeah, one of my favourite quotes, by the way. <laughs> That's the place to start, isn't it? So to, to clarify what we mean by inbound marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah <clears> it is. Because, you know, our debate was... How many small to medium-sized business owners mm-hmm. actually know what inbound marketing is? And for everyone out there that does know what it is, I'm not insulting your intelligence, by the way, but there's lots of business owners out there, in my view, that once we explain it in a little bit more detail, they'll go, oh, yes, we do some mm-hmm. of this and some of that. But they won't be familiar with the phrase inbound marketing as such. And there's, there's kind of two levels to it. So there's the, the, the kind of the broad look at inbound marketing. Yeah. It's about customers coming to you yeah. rather than you doing outbound direct mail or telesales or advertising or going out and doing what you know what we call outbound marketing where you are reaching out to people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We've built our careers on that, Will, <coughs> haven't we? You need some water, Will, because at your age, you know, <laughs> you do tend to struggle a bit. And um, us guys who were born in an era when we had more fortitude, we can cope with things like that. Thank you for your concern. Duly <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Julie> noted. <laughs> Much appreciated. Not a problem, Will. I manage. <laughs> yeah. So and then the, so that's the that's the that's the more general thing. And um, but then the, there's also a specific methodology to inbound. Yeah, there is. Um, Will there's a there's a process. It's a it's not just a 
a way of marketing. There's a definite method, a definite system, and definite kind of software tools and and technology behind it. Yeah, well, I mean, I come from an era where you needed, uh, if you wanted to know uh, what people were thinking, you needed focus group. Mm. If you wanted to um, know what a how a a particular demographic would respond to your marketing you'd have research analysts there yeah. was businesses built i know there's still research businesses out there but there was specific niche businesses out there that told companies about uh, their demographics and how to talk to them mm-hmm. now anybody with a little bit of knowledge can seek and find that information for themselves you know i was watching dragon's den the other night mm-hmm. And one of the significant things one of the dragons said was, there was a guy in there uh, pitching his website business, and one of the dragons said that if you can understand where your traffic is coming from and how it behaved, that would be gold. Mm -hmm. Now, that's content marketing. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of small to mid-sized business owners don't realise out there is that they can find out a significant amount about the traffic coming to their website that will help them create more traffic, which brings more potential customers to them. Absolutely. And our show today, obviously, when you, know, when you talk about marketing in most cases, you're talking about trying to attract new customers. Well, that's a big part of it. Yeah. But actually, what we wanted to talk about today was what marketing you do when you've already got the customer, because it doesn't stop when they when they become a customer for the first time. Correct. Well, that actually that is um, something that's neglected quite a lot. Once you've got a customer, what's the best way of retaining them, making them an advocate of your business? And inbound marketing is is all about inbound content marketing. It's all about education. It's all about uh, nurturing and building relationships with people. Mm. So when we talk about what to do with existing customers, we're talking about what content we can give them that educates them, that nurtures them, that builds a relationship with them. Yeah, and I love this kind of marketing. Well, it's very successful, and it's it's growing more and more, and more and more businesses are are seeing the benefits of using this kind of marketing. And you just talked about education. It's it's about knowing that our buyers have changed now. Mm-hmm. You know, people come in to us even when there are clients their expectations are so much greater because they've got so much information to at their fingertips and competition from other vendors is quite big mm. we, we we live and work in a competitive nation and there's always somebody waiting to take your client especially mm. if they're a good one yeah yeah and if you're not continually building that relationship then there's a there's they have no reason to stay with you. And the biggest reason a lot of business owners don't keep that relationship is time. Mm, absolutely. But then the, the value of, of uh, investing that time is that customers go from beyond just being one-off purchasers to repeat purchasers and then to advocates and you know, can ultimately be your best salespeople. Absolutely. It's so important to look after your customers. I was just talking to a client, Will, just before we started the podcast, and he was telling me that he's going to South Africa for a week, Mm -hmm. and it was one of his suppliers taking him. And I said to him, blimey, how lucky are you? And he said, well, I spent a lot of money with them, Dave. The least they can do is treat me now and again. So that is is how our clients think and customers are thinking now. Mm. They're thinking, yeah, I've been a good client. I've been a good customer. You know, you need to keep me Mm. as a good client, good customer. Mm. 
Mm. Which plays into the fact, we, the thing we keep talking about, is that buyers are in control now. And buyers have higher expectations now. And I'm sure our listeners would uh, testify to that fact, Will. So why it's so important for us to give out some of the information that we know that's helped our business mm-hmm. is because there's going to be someone listening who will definitely benefit by this if they just implement a small part of it. But the, the best thing is it can be automated, mm-hmm. which saves time. So we've got four specific tips or tools to use that can help you to build relationships with your customers. So the first one is, is to run surveys. So to, to try and understand why your customers have chosen you. Why, what, what was it about your offer or the way that you marketed that they liked that made them decide they want to work with you? And on the flip side, doing something to try and understand why your customers leave you. So you can do exit surveys for customers that have decided no longer become a customer. Yeah, that's a great point, Will, because uh, once again, I'm going to say how many of our listeners have done an exit survey to find out why they lost a customer what what's the biggest thing in it is it's the most expensive thing in your business one of the most expensive to acquire a new customer yeah so doesn't it make sense to spend the time to find out how you keep them in a survey which is the you know more effective cost effective way of having a customer so a survey really helps you to understand how your business is performing doesn't it absolutely absolutely now, like just like you said, with understanding your traffic, you know, it's, this is all about understanding what's happening in your business and having the data. And surveys are a great way of getting that. The, the second is to create content specifically for customers. You know, as you as you listen to this, think about the, the people that answer the phones in your business. I would bet that there are no more than maybe five or ten of the most common questions that your customer service team get asked when cust- when new customers call up for the first time. How do I do this? Or I've just tried this, or this thing's broken, or what? how do you do go about doing this? Those types of questions that come up again and again and again. And if you know they're going to come up, you can create articles or videos that answer those questions in advance, can't you? Yeah, you can, but, um, well, you know, there's a step before that, isn't it? Creating them and then putting them in the right place so that people can actually see them, mm-hmm. yeah? Or know that they're there. And educating your staff to point people in the right direction in the right way. Don't you yeah. think that's just as important as creating the content? You've yeah, got you to don't promote want it just it. to be sitting there not being used. You need to train the team to actually point people to the right way. Used effectively, it could be a great time saver. And if you mentioned automation earlier. So if you know the five, ten most commonly asked questions when you get a new customer and you create an automated email sequence that answers those questions in advance, that gives them the information that they, you know at some point they're likely to be looking for, yeah. and that gives people a better experience because the information comes to them. They don't have to go out looking for it. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid with automation, though, Will, yes? And they don't actually know the big benefits of having that automated sequence. And I think it'd be good to... Um, explain a little bit that when we say automate we're talking about using autoresponders like MailChimp yeah um, yeah yeah yes. um, MailChimp which is common commonly used yeah yeah Dotmailer Aweber um, or some of the you know more sophisticated full automation systems like HubSpot and Infusionsoft Absolutely. and Marketo and so on yeah most businesses just use them as outbound Mm-hmm. tools but they can be used very effectively as you say to automate and to help keep existing customers yeah so if from from your surveys and from um, your customer 
you know, you're talking to your customer service people, um, you, you know what questions are likely to come up and what kind of information new customers are likely to want, then you can create content that answers those questions and then you can use automation to, to feed it to them over a period of time. Number three is to, to personalise the content on your website. So if you know who your customers are, when they visit your website, you can serve them content that says, welcome back, welcome back Dave, welcome back to our website. And if you know you're a customer, we're not going to show you all of those offers that are aimed or designed to attract new customers in the first place. We're going to show you an offer of maybe a webinar you could attend or some way we could give you some more information that helps you as a customer that we wouldn't show to someone coming to our website for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and a good example of that is Amazon. Uh, I went on uh, Amazon the other day and obviously I use, I don't use Amazon every month, but I mm -hmm. use it, you know, frequently. Yep. And I was there and I expected all my purchase history to be there as potential new purchases as well for Amazon mm. to show me. And lo and behold, they were there. Mm. And it, what was what what interests me about it, though, Will, was that actually it's even it's got more sophisticated because they would show me things that I was looking at from three, four months ago and they were giving me updated versions mm -hmm. of what I was looking at. They know my behaviour and they know what I'm interested in. And, they, as, and to them, that is customer service. Absolutely, that's that's all about retaining you as a customer. Absolutely. You, you log into your account and it says your name uh, and it shows you offers that are relevant to you based on your past history. And that might sound like, well, that's okay for Amazon, but actually, you know, some of those programs we mentioned, things like HubSpot, Marketo, uh, Eloqua, Acton, they can do the same thing for a small business. Absolutely. So point number four was to, when, when you've got an existing customer, is to use social media monitoring. Mm. So there are some free services that do this, like, for example, TweetDeck monitors Twitter yeah. for any mentions of your business. Uh, Mention.com is another, another service that I know people use. This is where, you know, if people are mentioning your company on Twitter, you can get alerts and you can monitor those conversations and actually get involved with them. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people on Twitter now. And since you're on Twitter, why wouldn't you know what people are saying about your business. If people are saying good things about you, then you want to amplify those messages and reward your followers for those good, nice words, those nice reviews, and um, say thank you. If they're negative, you also need to respond. And don't let, the converse, don't let the negative conversations happen without you. In other words, if people are complaining or moaning or creating negative uh, reviews about you, then respond to them in an open forum in a positive way, in a helpful way. And actually, it can turn what was otherwise negative publicity into something very positive for you. Absolutely. It's an absolute strength to do that, Will, not a weakness. And, and at least any prospective customer is getting your view of a situation. What could be better than that? And I'm going to stress again, years ago, that wasn't easy to achieve. But more importantly, if somebody is disgruntled with you, the whole world can find out now in a very short time. Mm -hmm. So you may as well be there at the, at the top end of it, controlling what's said about your brand. Mm, absolutely. So those are our, our, our four points. Using surveys, personalised, oh sorry, um, content that's aimed at existing customers, at people who've already purchased from you. Personalising the content on your website and adapting it to individual visitors and using social media monitoring. So anything that you would add to that, Rist? Um, no, well, I think I think that's quite comprehensive. I just I think a good example though of monitoring what's going on is 
um, what happened with that dress a few months ago. Yeah, last year. In fact, I had a, a, a fancy dress party at New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. What did you go as a giraffe? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for all, all the Will is rather tall, so a giraffe would be good for him. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I went as Jeremy Clarkson. Would you believe? Um, <laughs> uh, if you, uh, I'll, I'll post a, I'll post yeah. a photo on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, one of the people that came to that party came in that dress. Wow. You know, the, the, the black and the blue and black. Because the theme was stars yeah. of 2015, things yeah, that yeah. in the news. Wow. <laughs> wow. But what's not been um, publicised as much was the company that actually designed and made that dress, made an absolute fortune mm-hmm. on the back of the PR and the hoorah of that dress. Yeah, sold out. Yeah. They've done updated versions of the dress. That Absolutely. Have sold, sold out. Absolutely. TV appearances. Absolutely. That's the, and now, here's the point. Through content, mm-hmm. all that customers come to them. Yep. They haven't had to chase it. Yeah. And that's a marvellous thing if you can achieve it. And any business out there, it takes a little, little bit of work, takes a bit of knowledge, but we can all achieve that scenario for our businesses. So... Ask there's anything you'd add. There's one thing I would add to that to that list of four things there, and that is to encourage as many of your customers as possible to follow you on social media. Oh yes, uh, we'd Good assume point. that they are already, but not, you know a lot of them won't be. And I think especially things like Facebook, where you can start to build a bit of a human connection with photos mm. of, of things that are going on in your business and yeah. and Twitter and, yeah. and experiences that are happening. Yeah, you're right, Will, because you can build a more human relationship. Absolutely, Will, because. Now we're all, like it or not, we're in the media business, mm. yeah? And everything about our business, from our website to our social media, is out there for the world to see. So you may as well create a community around your brand, because if you don't do it, your customers will do it anyway, and despite you. So it would be a very wise thing to do. And we want to get away from people buying from you just for logical reasons, just because of price, availability, products. Or habits. Or habit. We you want to try and build a more emotional connection and a more human connection with people where possible. Yeah, yeah. As we used to say all the time, Will, you need to build that emotional bank account with your customers. They need to be emotionally involved with you and your company so that nobody ever, ever can come in and steal that customer from underneath you. And by using content which can be automated, and once you get used to it, and for anyone out there that's already using it, they would testify to this, it's a super and easy way to keep that connection. So with that in mind, um, if you're not already, come and find us on social media. Come and find the, the JDR group yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, and, yeah, um, that's right. Look for Will in that. On, on Twitter, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have to look for Will in that dress, because he's going <laughs> to be wearing it after that comment. <laughs> uh, Okay. Well, Dave, well, pleasure as always. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. See you soon, everybody. Bye for now. Happy 2016.